and welcome to Nice Jewish Fangirls, a podcast where three Orthodox women discuss all of the wonderfully nerdy things that we are obsessed with. My name is Michal Schick, and I'm your host, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts, SM Rosenberg. Hello. And Tamar Herman. Hello. If we sound a little different from our past episodes, or our recent past episodes, that's because we are once again recording uh, individually. And uh, that is because we're all under social distancing, social distancing. Yeah. Um, We're not going to dwell too much on the uh, events that are going on um, for for a lot of reasons. Isn't that the point of this whole episode? Well, yeah, but the the, the, the point (laughs) is we're here for to give you some escapism. We're not here to dwell. Right. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. So we are. Yes, but but I guess it is important within the context uh, that that yes, uh, the things with coronavirus are as they are. I guess we should note we're recording this on March seventeenth, in case that's relevant to future information. Things may have changed by the time you hear this, as they <laughs> say on the changed. NPR Politics yeah, podcast. Seriously, uh, things will have changed uh, probably. Apart from all that, uh, we are we are going to talk about um, what we've been doing in the fandom space and in the kind of personal space to get us through this, help us stay productive and um, maybe things that we haven't been doing, but think we should do. And theoretically are like, I should do that. That's I'm, I'm not talking about personal experience or anything. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But as usual, we are going to get started with our current obsessions. Who would like to go first? Don't all answer at once. Yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> so my I'm sorry. I, I mean, I have, I have. I mean, I'm not obsessed with anything right now, but, uh, but no, I guess I'm into. Uh, I try not to only do K-pop stuff, but this week I'm actually. Uh, I just interviewed K-pop girl group Everglow, and they're. I'm really obsessed with. I, I like them and I like their music, but I'm obsessed with their fashion. Their fashion has a really nice touch between like elegance and classic and really modern and very fierce like a lot of uh like military stuff but then with the military stuff they have like crystals and lace and it's just a really nice blend for me this is really useless for a podcast because you can't see what i'm talking about i'm getting a good vibe i'm getting a good vibe it's okay sm did her own skirt at once so (laughs) true so um yeah so i really like their looks i really love the outfits that they uh, are styled in i i think based on what uh i've heard from people it sounds like the members themselves are very fashionable and they have a say in what they're wearing to some degree because usually like you know like you have a stylist um so i mean i just really love the outfits they put them in i really think that they carry it off so well i think that if i looked at them and thought oh this is what i would love to be wearing if i wore clothes like that um <laughs> like you know, like stage outfits. Uh, so yeah, I just, I really enjoy watching their music videos. They have three music videos so far. If you want to go watch Bon Bon Chocolate is their debut song and it was really popular. And then they also had Adios and Dun Dun and they're both approaching 100 million views on YouTube. So that'll probably happen soon. And I'm going to pretend that partially it's because of the fashion because I really just love their fashion so much. Like the songs are great. The performances are great. The members are great. But the outfits, just like, it's been a long time since I got really excited about K-pop outfits. But these were on, these were great. Good job, stylist. Nice. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I have kind of like a, a backwards way into my uh, current obsession. Um, I just got re-obsessed with the Queen's Thief series by Megan Whelan Turner. And actually not because I've reread it, but because I've been like thinking about it. And there is one podcast online talk that talks about it. Um, that's called the Atolian Archives, and the uh, the hosts do a very good job, kind of analyzing the series, and it just kind of like lit that fire in me again, and I'm just like, I can't even, I can't even with how good these books are, and how like just dramatic they are, and subtle and incredible, and like I went back and read some of like my favorite scenes, and it's just like it, it's the type of thing that gives me like actual physical feelings in my body of like tension and love and like excitement and yeah i'm just so obsessed and now i'm like i really want to like adapt that for tv even though they're impossible to adapt you can't possibly do it i i i don't know how 
it would be done, but they're, they're just amazing and incredible. And, um, and they make me just genuinely deeply, deeply happy. Yeah. I'm going to reread them soon. <laughs> I guess I should say my obsession that I started thinking about a lot after we finished our last episode, because, um, I didn't feel like I had a chance to properly articulate my final, uh, round robin choice on that episode about uh forever favorite fandoms and so that that was the book uh shane and i (laughs) because i was trying to put my finger on it and struggling so much on that episode um i spent a lot of time trying to think about what it is about that book that really resonated with me and really stuck with me and i think one of the main things that really uh that really hit home for me personally is just the internal character struggle that Shane has um because Shane is he's this gunslinger and he comes to this small town and he and he becomes a farmer and everyone kind of knows that he has this shady past and that he was you know some kind of you know big shot somewhere no one knows the details um but when he when he's in this small town he is just Shane and he is quiet and he is you know the most helpful farmhand and he is just you know keeping his head down doing his business and trying to build a new life and it just I've always struggled I think with the idea of um one's talents being at odds with what one wants to be um like you know you figure out what you want to do in the world based on you know the gifts God gave you but then what do you do if the gifts God gave you don't seem to align with what you see yourself wanting to be. Um, and I think that, you know, Shane, his struggle is that his gift is violence and he is incredibly talented when it comes to violence. Um, and you get to see that when he, it's when he's forced to use it um, later in the book. But he hates violence um, and he's really struggling not to use his gift um, and he uses it only when forced to and only when he has to to protect people um and i think i just always really related to that struggle not that i am a violent person or that that is my particular gift but just that always feeling like you know the things that i'm good at aren't necessarily the things that i want to be good at or the things that i want to do with my life so yeah that is that is one of the major points of resonance in that book and so that's uh that's been my current obsession. Yeah, it's always nice when something like uh, sparks, you know, contemplation and whatever. That's uh, mm-hmm. also nicely distracting. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we actually thought we'd have a, a special segment on this week's episode, which is basically like, I don't know if it's knob sessions, like not obsessions or like don't read or watch this now. Or, like, do whatever you want, but, like... Or yeah. do, if you want, if you're a masochist, <laughs> you like, it's warned. up to you. But, um, yeah, we thought we'd do, like, a very, very quick uh, suggestion of um, Plague Fiction. Disrecommendation. Yeah. Um, mine is uh, Station Eleven by Emily St. John Mandel. I don't recommend you read it right now. I do recommend, hopefully, you'll read it in a year. Um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's mine. Great book. Very well written. Um, gives me flashbacks at the moment. So, yeah. Um, so, mine is uh, The Fireman by Joe Hill, um, which is an apocalyptic plague pandemic, and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's an amazing book. It's an amazing book, and the plague is worse in that book, so it might make you feel better, but it also might make you feel terrified and miserable and like everything is going to die so um so depending on your thresholds <laughs> there you have it uh, <laughs> mine is if you, if you don't want to read but you want to avoid a movie uh train to busan which is like another korean film that did really well at con for you know parasite of years i mean it this happened a few years ago it's essentially like turn people into zombies and they're stuck on a train and they are trying to get from northern south korea Seoul capital of Seoul to the southernmost city of Busan and that's the plot of the movie and it's terrifying and a lot of plagues but it's also I guess like if you want to see how plague doesn't spread because it's like zombies that's fine it's not like I know people are like obsessing over contagion right now but yeah train to Busan if you like zombies maybe watch it if you don't 
like zombies or plague, I suggest you stay far, far away from it because I was sitting on the couch with my face covered in a pillow while I was watching because my friend was like, it's not so scary. Oh, she lied. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, anyway, um, stuff you should do. Our our main segment of this episode. Um, yeah, as I said before, we're going to talk about the things that kind of make us feel good and um, coping mechanisms and stuff like that. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, so there's, you know, those hand-washing yes. memes that are going around, like, 20 seconds. So I did do one. I uh, I made one for, like, this very popular K-pop song from 2009. And just, like, there are so many good ones going around. Do you guys remember the video, like, remember Muffins and Shoes from, like, 2000, early 2000? No, no I do not. Do neither of you know what I'm talking about? No like, oh my god, Shoes? What? Okay, I'm gonna send this. <laughs> I was wondering if people are not gonna get it, but... I'm going to send it to you. You guys are at the right age to have, like, gone this. Anyway, there was, like, this viral video when I guess we were in, I want to say, like, early high school or late middle school, my my part of life, and there was this early YouTuber who, like, went viral for a really stupid video called Shoes, and it was, oh my god, Shoes. Oh, I, I've These heard shoes people roll. quote the, oh my god, These Shoes. These shoes suck. Part, but yeah. that's it. So, so it's, like, this whole thing, and he also made a Muffins one. But um, he, someone made the shoes and went into, like, a 20-second thing. And I just thought this is so funny because it's, like, a meme becoming a meme. And these, these, these like, little memes are really such a fun, like, trend. And also, hopefully someone is thinking about them, actually, while they're singing. Like, I saw, I don't know, I just really love the meme culture that's coming out of, not coming out of it, but, like, unfortunately that this is all happening. But I think memes are a great way to kind of get points across to people. You know, you should be watching for 20 seconds, so here's, like, a funny joke about a song or here's a song that's a funny like funny for a reason like there's a lot of like ones about touching like <laughs> people are like don't do this <laughs> uh, I just I just think that I think that me I think that like hand washing thing was pretty funny and pretty good and I, I saw a lot of other really good memes like someone took that hand washing one and took this there's this k-pop song that at the concerts this band they have a never-ending version like literally <laughs> i guess whoever like the engineer or stage producer or whoever they put the song on repeat six like 16 times so it, it it like gets to the finale and then i have literally seen the members walk off stage and like as the last member is on like the last step they'll start it up again and you will see the members just roll their eyes this is 17's very nice and so like it's called like 17's very nice like a ne- never-ending version <laughs> so someone memed the so someone memed the, the hand washing thing with that song and everybody's response like there are thousands of responses on this one and they're just like now we're never going to be able to stop washing our hands <laughs> like the that but it's really funny to see them in performance because sometimes you could see the members have just like noped out and they're like we want to go but somebody makes a decision to keep them going on stage again <laughs> it's it's pretty funny so the idea of like just washing your hands eternally which is kind of how it feels nowadays you know everyone's talking about washing hands like makes me wonder if people don't actually wash their hands usually i don't know not usually for 20 seconds like i'm not like i i never paid attention to exactly how long i just like I, i'm washing Definitely. my hands <laughs> Yeah, that I mean that's fair, but I I've heard like people really question their hand washing, and I'm just like, what do you mean? You don't know how to wash your hands? Okay, moving on. Well, there were certain things like you know making sure that your fingers cross and you get you know in between every finger like that. I never like paid much attention to. That I, that's fair. I don't know. I I always thought I was washing my hands. <laughs> and apparently you're supposed to get under your nails too and I'm like how the hell do you yeah. do that <laughs> one PSA I will give that I gave on Twitter I'm sure everybody knows this but moisturize your hands because damn like it's really hard on your hands when you're washing them all the time yeah, unless you have a moisturizing soap some of them are less hard on your hands than others but yeah definitely moisturize if your hands are dry you also don't need an antibacterial mm-hmm. this is a virus so antibacterials aren't necessarily great for the environment. So unless there's a reason you have like a weakened immune system or something, you don't necessarily need antibacterial hand soap. So if someone is telling you you need to, you don't need to. This is a viral, like an antiviral. Yeah, the soap itself is what those, destroys it. Those don't exist. Yeah, it's like actually the... Chem- like the, It breaks down the layers on the outside Yeah, of the virus. It's like the... The lipid layer. It's so interesting. Yeah, I was going to say the lipid, like something yeah, happens there. Because like lipids are oil and soap gets rid of oil and breaks it down. Soap is amazing. <laughs> you soap guys. 
Aside from, aside from memes and soap, what else are people <laughs> using? <laughs> Science is great. Science is what this podcast loves. Well, I just want to say that, like, this podcast for me has been a coping mechanism. It's currently a coping mechanism and has been in the past. Like, the first year that we were doing this, like, I was, like, not really doing much of anything else. I was pretty deep in a depression episode. And you probably can't tell from listening to the older episodes, you know, because the podcast really did help. It was always like, even if I was feeling lousy, I made time to do the podcast because I knew that it would make me feel better afterward um, and during. Um, And it always did. Um, And it just, you know, it helps to have you guys here and to be able to just talk about something else. Podcasting can be a coping mechanism in itself. That's so nice to hear, but also... Jumping off that, we were just talking right beforehand, and I mean, we call maybe we could talk about this more, but I saw that Zencaster is letting hobbyists use it for free more um, to record more podcasts, since I, they assume, I guess, people inside and want to try their hands out at podcasting, I guess. Yeah, I did, I did see one uh, tweet that was like, um, do not start a podcast if you are a straight white male under the age of 35, you are especially <laughs> susceptible. <laughs> And I was like, uh, oops. The guy, those guys, those guys are already three episodes into the podcast was 32 days ago. (laughs) Like, they're just like running for it. They're not going to listen to any tweet telling them not to do something. That is, that is true. But Michal, you are doing some more podcasting. I am. I've actually found that just talking to people is very helpful to me. Like, I... Yeah. Sorry, but before we get into this, I have a question for you as somebody else who does work from home like me. Do you think you're having an easier time with this than other people? I mean, than other people, yes, but I actually feel like I'm having a harder time than usual. I mean, that makes sense because there is. Yeah. yeah. And also it's just I'm 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 at my mom's house, so it's very distracting. And, you know, or... it's, which is nobody's fault. It's reality. Did you move there deliberately or did you just end up there when things started getting bad and you decided not to go back to your apartment? Yeah, I, no, no, I, 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 I've been here for a couple weeks, um, partly because of Purim, partly because of like just stuff that was going on. And now it's like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I could stay in my one room studio and lose my mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah that's that's a little yeah when i saw the pictures from last night i felt better that you were there and not in a in a box yeah yeah and it's, uh, it's it's i think it's it's the right the right thing to do um for for my own mental health i i don't i don't think i would be yeah <laughs> basically i yeah yeah it would it would be tough Understandable. Um, if i were uh alone um and plus there's just a lot more food here and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i was supposed to go to my parents again mostly because space out going to now like backyard and more food but um i actually found out that someone at parsha zahor it's so for like a specific synagogue thing if you're listening and you're not familiar two weeks ago now has it so it's unclear when they picked it up and so i'm now just like self-quarantine essentially for like another week my parents have weakened immune systems so i potentially just that like honestly like i'm interacting with my roommate and i have you know gone to like the store and grabbed some food i don't particularly think i engage with the person they haven't told us what gender the person is so what side of the aisle they were sitting on would Mm. be really helpful because if it was a guy i walked in halfway through well no i got there actually pretty early because i was jet lagged so i got there and then you know i didn't stay around for kiddish afterwards or anything so if it was a guy there was no way i got you know what is it droplets on me but yeah what it is yeah i can't go home because um my one of my sisters um probably has it um, oh my gosh oh no she is your she has is your a, dad a okay? fever i think she started um getting sick yesterday and the then the day before sunday she had just ridden up to boston to pick up one of my other sisters who's at harvard which has kicked out all their students um so she went up and she, my baby brother, went with her along for the ride. Um, so they were all in a uh, in a car together for you know seven hours. Um, so they are all like self quarantining in their rooms as much as possible. Um, my sister has a, a separate studio apartment that she's staying that she's that she's at. Um, so she's like all alone, and we're checking in on her. Um, 
virtually, not physically. Is she going to get tested? I mean, she works for the city government. She works for a, a mm. city councilwoman, and she's supposed to be able to get a test, you know, as soon as, like, they are available. They're, they're there's available. There's been a lot, like, the, there was suspected exposure in the, you know, mm. in, like, the assembly. So, um, yeah, she was supposed to be able to get a test, but, like, as we know, tests are not super available. <laughs> Well, yeah, so my house and like it's uh it's uh, off limits, but I am in my own apartment and I am theoretically <laughs> safer <laughs> than they are right now. Is the sister who's sick the one in the apartment on her own? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's not I was just thinking of your dad right now. Yeah, so she's on her own and she's not hopefully not going to spread it to anybody else and the other two siblings um are staying at home mostly in their rooms um they are uh yeah my baby brother um he's he's taken uh he's recently taken up drawing and he's gotten really good at it and he's using this time to practice so he's like been drawing like um he sent us a picture of um the vulcan hand salute um and a uh picture of he did a really amazing sketch of um anna from frozen because he his that's oh. been his latest obsession is Frozen Two. Um, for whatever reason, it really spoke to him, <laughs> and he's like obsessed with all of the songs. And he takes the speaker with him into the shower and sings along. And he also got a book on the art, and he's been uh, he's been teaching himself and learning. And yeah, um, so he's a he's a tough cookie, and I hope they'll be okay. And I'm most worried about my parents because they're not old, but they're not young. Um, and we don't know what the effects on the healthcare system are going to be. Surprise! Yeah. yeah. How about any? I'm kind of jealous of kids, like people who don't have to work or school right now, like intensely. I'm just kind, of, yeah. I'm just kind of jealous because for me, it's like my days haven't necessarily changed. It just turned from, you know, occasionally having a day where I don't go outside at all to every day being like that. And I kind of, I'm like jealous of my friends who are getting their rooms in order. I'm like, well, my day is the same. I'm not going to do something I wouldn't usually do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't usually work from home, but now I am, but it's been, like, so busy because, um, so I work for a synagogue, um, Spanish and Portuguese synagogue, and we are, like, turning as much of our programming, our normal programming, into virtual stuff, um, so it's just been, you know, setting up all of these, um, forms and setting up all of the links to, and, and all of these conference calls and Zoom conferences, and making sure that everybody knows what's available and what time and how to get into it. And yeah, it's just been a mess. <laughs> but we're we're uh we're doing pretty well, all things considered. Um I just saw just offhand that uh if anybody's interested, Britain Co. is letting people uh take their classes online for free during this time. What kind of classes uh, do they have? Uh so they have usually kind of like uh I wanna say like very millennial ones so like the ones right now that I'm looking at are cake decorating and investing 101 and you know travel photography and stylizing letters in photoshop like travel photography lol yeah isn't that funny (laughs) so there's also like watercolor painting like they have a lot of different Mm -hmm. options it's very like etsy yeah no I'm subscribed to um blueprint which is a is a crafts it used to be called Crafty, and then they rebranded to Blueprint. Ah, um, and that's nice. Yeah, so I, like, I really should use them more, because I did pay for, like, last year and this year, but I have barely used it at all. But they have so many great courses on, like, just, you know, how to make stuff. Um, and, yeah, so, like, if you have the materials and you, in your, you know, in my sewing stash, as I... I have a lot of material in my sewing stash. So theoretically, once this, you know, settles down a bit and I'm not constantly stressed all the time, I will be able to do more hobby stuff. But right now it's mostly just been like on my computer constantly all day, (laughs) just, you know, trying to keep up with everything. Um, Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I think that, you know, it's, it's funny and like the joke is already like extremely threadbare about like, you know, introverts thriving in this kind of thing um but like i'm an ambivert for the record <laughs> i require 50 50 okay if i don't get my 50 50 i am not a i mean i ambivert. i just think that like i found it extremely helpful every single time I've, I've spoken to anyone whether it's about a podcast or whether it's about work or or whatever 
it just takes you out of your head a little bit and like kind of reminds you that people are physically like physically in the same or similar position as you are. Um, Mm -hmm. in addition to, you know, being a distraction in terms of what you're, what you're actually talking about. Um, so like, like, honestly, I'm I'm not saying people should just like go out and start podcasts, but if you want to do that, definitely do that because to be honest, we're not going to have a lot of new TV and movies for a while. Um, so yeah, great time to catch up on old stuff if you wanted. So much you stuff to that. catch up on. Oh my god! But um, this this reminds me of um a different coping mechanism that I was thinking of bringing up for this. Um, that uh, a couple days ago, um, I was on Discord. Like Discord is a very is a very new platform for me. Like I'm barely ever on it. Um, but I got invited to um Discord which has all of these different, if you're not familiar with it, it has all of these different, like, sub-channels and sub-servers and all sorts of things, and, like, each server um, can be dedicated to, like, one topic. So, like, the, the, one, the one server that I'm on is dedicated to, like, uh, Captain America Iron Man comics specifically, um, although they do have some off-topic channels where you can talk about other uh, incarnations of the characters, like the movies. Um, and there's just like a lot of fic writing and a lot of art and all sorts of stuff going on. And lately they made a channel called Red Zone, which is um, the current events channel. But the current event is, you know, coronavirus. So everybody's talking about it. Um, <laughs> so that's what that channel is for. And then um, they also have a, a voice chat line. They call it Caps Hotline. Um, and every so often... Um, they, they coordinate a chat. They're like, can we go, let's go all go on Cap's hotline for now. Um, and like, let's have a reading party and read a, read a fanfic, um, or read a couple of fanfics. Let's, let's do that. And I had never participated before, but I also, as part of my coping mechanisms, I had, I wrote this teeny tiny fanficlet that's like less than 300 words. And it's just like, you know, it's a it's a cute uh little thing of like one of uh Captain America is immune to this virus, but Tony Stark is quarantined and he's on the other side of the glass and he, of course, being Tony Stark and being a melodramatic diva, reenacts the entire uh the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one and slides down the window. Um and a lot of people really don't really like that fic. Um, and so I volunteered to read it on the hotline and then I did it and like everybody mutes themselves while uh while you're reading and then they turn the sound back on when the, when you finish and like they turn it on and then everybody claps and it was like it was so cute and like these are like people I've never met and like I think at least two of them are like elsewhere in, in Germany you know um and so cute and then like one of them read a much longer fic and i just like you know kind of lay down close my eyes and just listened and it was just nice (laughs) you know not not like the same sort of feeling but i saw that there's a chrome extension for oh shoot what's it called i should have i should have looked it up before the episode um essentially it's a chrome let me see if i can find it essentially it's a chrome extension to uh, sync up your Netflixes and watch something together. I think that so, used to and, be this thing called Showgoers, but I'm not sure. I oh, think here. It went defunct. Maybe there's some new one that's replaced it. It's called Netflix Party, and it allows you to uh, stream Netflix with friends and has a chat window. And if someone plays or pauses, it like does it for everybody at once. So essentially, it syncs up your viewing experience and gives you a chat so you can talk while you watch. Awesome. Which is, I thought was really cute. I was So it's called Netflix Party. And I thought that was really fun because you can, you know, binge watch something with somebody or watch like, or get a whole crew together and watch a movie. And I just, you know, in this time of Corona, I thought it's a cute thing to do. I mean, it's, I think it's honestly a really cute thing to do, especially because like, I don't know, sometimes you live far from friends or whatever. Yeah. So Netflix Party. I thought it was really nice and a good idea. I'm glad someone made that. Yeah, I'd heard about it before, I think. I don't know if I had... I hadn't tested it out personally. There had been a different app that, like, my sister used to use, and then she was really disappointed when it, it like, shut down. So if Netflix Party is still, you know, in full swing, then, like, that's an awesome resource. Uh, Yeah, I, I haven't used it yet. I just found out about it today. Full display. Cool, cool. Yeah, and, I mean, if people want, maybe we could do something like that, you know, if... if- People would want to watch. I mean, the only movie I would watch is Milan. So sorry, but 
unless they unless they do that um but yeah i would i would definitely watch the um animated version um i also saw that josh gad is doing read-alouds like i think in olaf's voice yeah yeah i sent that to my parents so sweet and like i mean this this is all horrible mo willems Willems um, is doing drawing classes the author of the elephant and piggy uh kids books he's doing a doodle along sort of thing yeah it's there's a lot of really nice things that people are doing online um but yeah i mean for me the thing that i just keep coming down to is like interaction 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 you know like it you you how however that like manifests best for you you just need to not be alone in your mind i i started this is like i, I can't decide if this is dumb or if it's cute i started playing words with friends again um, I can't tell if I'm bothering my friend who's actually supposed to be doing like intense coding, but <laughs> she's at home with her husband and she's ready to like, you know, the two of them don't typically sit for like seven days in a room together. And she's just like, ah, oh, what's going on? So we're playing with words with friends. She's kicking my butt. She's really good. If anybody wants to play words with friends with me, hit me up. I like words with friends a lot. I'm terrible, but I like it. Uh, so things like that, like gaming. I know people are like live streaming gaming a lot. Just kind of for the like the idea that you're talking to someone. I'm doing my first live stream on Instagram after we finish this podcast. I recently wrote a, a big uh, package on K-pop merchandising. And I thought, oh, this will be fun. I'll just show off all my merch on a live stream because why not? And so I'm doing that for the first time. I'm doing a live stream for the first time. So Ooh, wish me good luck. luck. Well, it's not your first live stream. You did a live stream with us. No, I mean my first solo live stream. Oh, okay. Oh, I did like a teeny one the other day where I uh, I read a book called um, He is for Turbo and it's like an alphabet book but with car parts <laughs> and I gave my commentary on every car car part um, as I read the book and so yeah that was on my Facebook page <laughs> uh, cute another thing that I was doing I'm still doing it I haven't actually sent them yet I'm kind of concerned that the post office might shut down or out. but um, I was sending packages to my family because I just came back from a trip and I had some chocolate from France that I wanted to give them. Um, there's this really amazing butcher uh, chocolatier in Paris called Danielle, and I brought these. They are like famous. I mean, I guess it's just a French snack that's famous, but it's um, candy chestnuts. And I brought my parents back some and some chocolate before Perm, thinking I was going to see them on Perm, but I have not seen them. And I got back on March 7th. So on March 6th, so I put them in a package and hopefully they got them today. And I'm sending some friends some postcards. Just, you know, say hi in time of Corona. Like, hello. I don't know. Things like that make me feel like, you know, you're not only one or two people in the world that you see now for, like, I only see my roommate now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it sounds like we've been doing this for 100 years. <laughs> I know. Been, what, what, three days? <laughs> um, also, physical activity yeah. is really important. What's that? Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you <laughs> maybe maybe for Michal? I mean, no, I haven't figured with this, which is like a terrific bummer because let me tell you guys something. Two years ago, I was like really getting onto a fitness kick, and then I dropped a barbell on my toe and broke my toe. Mm. Uh last year I had a serious accident in March, um, after a beginning a fitness kick. This year, the entire world is under quarantine. So maybe I should just not work out. Maybe that is the lesson. I think that is the moral <laughs> of this story. Did you try working out again recently? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. So Michal should never work out. Essentially. Yeah, I've been working out for like mm-hmm. two months, like really regularly and, and and dedicatedly, and have been doing well. And then this happened, which is not the most important part of it at all. But <laughs> it is one of those things it's where okay. it's like what I consider physical activity is like rolling over in bed. <laughs> But uh, even, like, if you can get outside at all, like, you know, remember that quarantine doesn't mean that you have to be inside. You can be outside as long as you're, like, six feet away from other people. Yeah, I have actually, um, my my apartment, we have, like, we're basically a two-story house that has, you know, uh, on the on the lower floor is one apartment, on the top floor where I am is another apartment. Um, and at the top of those stairs, there's a ladder that goes up to our roof. And I've never been up there, but from what I understand, it is accessible to us. Um, there's no, like, lock that, like, we can't open. So that is what I've been thinking of if I ever go outside. <laughs> you really should. It does It does impact your mood. And, like, even going outside for a little bit of time can can really help. 
Yeah. So I know that people in the city are like going on actual jogs and stuff, but first of all, you're going to encounter somebody who's not going to walk, not going to go six feet away from you on the crosswalk, on like the side. And second of all, like then you're just touching so many doorknobs and handles and stuff. Like even if you wash your hands, stuff is still going to spread. So I don't know. I mean, like obviously, I don't want to be stuck in my apartment. I'm still thinking after I get through this period, I'm going to get my parents to pick me up or something, which sounds really childish, but I don't want to go on yeah, don't blame public transportation. So yeah, I, I mean, I just, I just think like you know, I've had friends say that they started FaceTiming more and talking on the phone. I'm really curious if talking on the phone is gonna become a thing, or if we're just all gonna go to FaceTiming. Like, is is that part of? Because obviously you can text, but people do need social interactions. Texting is only so social. So are people gonna? I know that. I mean, there's a website that we're using at the synagogue. That's um, it's freeconferencecall.com. Is it Zoom? It's oh. <laughs> yeah, no, no. We're using Everyone? Zoom also for some things, but like other things, when you want Zoom has like a limit on how many people can call in, and mm. also just like the faces and can be distracting. Um, so there's um, freeconferencecall.com allows, I believe, um, up to a thousand call-ins. So like, Whoa. you can have like a massive lecture or class streamed you know it's not streamed basically just like uh people call it's into called. this number and you're there and you're talking and you can mute them um and the only thing we haven't figured out how to mute is when like somebody enters the chat um it makes a little ping um but that's it's it's a really great resource and people have been using it like we the rabbi did um he does a friday night lights series um and he did our first virtual one pre Shabbat on Friday night around 5:30 and we had about 250 people calling in so like people do use the phone and uh people you know are looking for for things to do and for um ways to connect or feel like they're you know at least something normal going on That's awesome. Um don't go to shul though. No. Do no. Not. <laughs> this is this was instead of going to shul. <laughs> Honestly, do not like do not Oh, to a gathering. Yeah, no, the stuff that's been happening in Borough Park and oh, it's uh, terrible. They won't I wasn't stop. Mention it, but yeah. Um, I honestly like I have friends who like two days ago were like, "Oh, I'm so excited to go to the bar." My my apartment and my friends. This was in like a group chat, and another friend and I were texting each other like, "How do we get her to stop going?" And then the next day, she's like, totally changed her tone. Like, good, but it's just I don't know. People. It depends how attuned they are to the news. I think you know. Uh, definitely. Definitely that, but I think also, you know, I just, did you guys just get this, the text from Mm -hmm. the state? Oh yeah, that just went out today. But that's really late for them to have just sent it out today. Yeah. I mean, I, I basically, um, I'm, I'm trying, like, it's tough because like the consequences are, are so terrible, but it's also so extreme that like it, it, I get that it's hard. I feel like everybody has a switch moment and mine was definitely a couple days. I think, Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people switched over on the 12th or something like that when like when the nba shut down and all that yeah which is so funny (laughs) like it's like it took yeah i know and i think that was tom hanks day also yeah i think for me it was like the day before that that i started like really i mean like my brother has been kind of on top of this from for a long time like last month he told us that like we should stock up on our medications if we can um in case of global supply line disruptions um and he's not an alarmist you know and he was like trying to you know keep everything you know calm but he's been like very much at the forefront of like what's going on so like i feel like i had a bit of like time to get used to it that other people Mm -hmm. may have not yeah i mean i saw it happening in asia and then i went to paris and saw it happening there and so by the time i got here i was like well we are in trouble but it's it was even then it was still hard for me to like instill that onto my parents and kind of gauge how much you know food to buy like even today when i bought more eggs just because of like that's you know if this ha- if this if we end up being stuck inside for three weeks like i can live on coffee and eggs alone but i need those things so i needed almond milk and eggs, so i'm gonna bought this today and yeah, i just bought a ton of pasta but i haven't yeah. made any of it and eggs by the way last longer than you think they do like they let mm-hmm. i can't believe i'm giving survival tips but they, they don't they don't go <laughs> bad like as as quickly as like you think they they do um oh yeah and if you want to test if the egg is bad put it in some water and if it floats it's bad but if it sinks it's fine and if it's i think even if it's mid Uh, it's fine 
Yeah, even if it's midway, then it's like going bad, but it's probably still fine. Um, anything else? Like, I feel like this is kind of, we thought this was going to be really helpful and comforting, but we've kind of just rambled. Yeah, forget what I said about the beginning about us not talking about this. <laughs> we were trying not to dwell, but I guess we are dwelling. <laughs> Sorry, guys. So, like, I don't know. Maybe we should call this, like, do you want a corona? Well, maybe not put the word. <laughs> yeah, please no. Because people are going to blame us. Oh, people have already um, started, but they've already also started oh, blaming, it's been like, going. you know, North Korea. So I don't even know. Um, I mean, Trump called it the Chinese. Virus. Yeah, so there's, oh, there's all the blame. <laughs> my friend was kicked. My friend was kicked out of a Marriott lobby oh my because God. she's Asian, oh my and God. she mentioned she mentioned the word Corona. So, oh, sorry, she mentioned the word quarantine, and the manager asked her to leave, but she did not ask the white man who she was talking. And so yeah, so she's uh, disgusting. I mean, people have gotten beat up because they're Asian American. Don't don't be crappy people. Like we're all human beings. Stop blaming China. It wasn't bat soup. Trump is whatever. And blaming people isn't going to help with the current crisis. Like, I mean, we can blame Trump because he didn't get. Yeah, I mean, like you can blame the Chinese government for how long they tried to you know downplay it and cover it up and all that. You know, and just like you can blame Trump for doing the same thing. But, like, you can't blame the people. No, we can't. Because by by the time that it became apparent what was going on in China, America still had another two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so it wasn't, like, you can't keep saying, oh, Chinese government cover. I mean, the Chinese cover, government cover-up did cause immense trouble. And that's kind of, like, a huge thing. But it's not the Chinese virus. It's not, you know, the virus that happened to spread throughout China, spread throughout the world. Mm-hmm. Chinese are to blame. U.S. is to blame. Right now, no blaming. Let's just, you know, fix things if we can. Otherwise, as who was it? Vanessa Hutchins today went on a rant about everyone dying. And it was just like, thanks, Vanessa. That's exactly what we needed. Why can't you be like Idris Elba and Tom Hanks? Oh, my God. Idris Elba. Why is it the best people have it? Well, I like to think that the worst people probably also have it, but they won't admit it. Oh, that's fair. Um, Or, like, they're stubborn and won't get tested or things like that. And they keep spreading it to other people. But, yeah. Because that's, that's what the worst people do. Right? Yeah. What is, um, I guess, we've kind of, like, discussed a lot of things. But is there anything specific each of us are going to be doing that's, like, our source of comfort during this time period? Or anything you're going to be watching or reading? I'm going to try and, like, I, I find reading out loud to be very soothing. I find, um, yeah, like, there's something about, like, the rhythm of somebody else's words that is... uh. I mean, it's relaxing, but I also think, like, it it kind of forces you to regulate your breathing, because, like, you can't read while you're hyperventilating. And, like, yeah, I've done that, like, in the past. Like, even if I don't have anybody to read to, I might do live streams where I just read, like, the first chapter of, like, a favorite book. I was going to ask if you were going to do more podcasts. Um, I don't know if I'm going to, how much podficking I'm going to do, um, because, like, my neighborhood is very noisy, <laughs> um, during the day. So, like, even though I'm home, it's not necessarily the best environment for podficking. And my roommate is always home now because we're all shut in together. Yay. Um, so, um, yeah, so I haven't decided on, in terms of podficking, but I might, um, I may do, like, live streams of just, like, reading to people because I find that that, like, relaxes me. I know I saw, and I mentioned this before, I saw some singers have been, like, offering their time to parents to sing to children as mm-hmm. so, like entertainment Cute. and stuff so I, I i don't necessarily think like if unless you feel the need to you should be offering your services for money but if you want to like you know set aside like 10 minutes like every two hours or something see if you're shul or someone wants people to like facetime with children for like you know nursery hour like, like <laughs> you know. i don't have any kids books in my apartment at the moment really. oh I mean, you can get digital ones. I mean, yeah, I, I, I have Harry thinking. Potter and the Goblet of Fire, and that's the only Harry Potter book <gasps> I have. <laughs> I mean, because my parents live a few blocks away, and they have, like, 50 million Harry Potter books. So, like, why would I need them? <laughs> there, are some, there are some digital ones you can get. I know I used to get that for my babysitting kids. I used to go on, like, um, yeah. uh, Amazon Reader and get book, kids books. But, um, yeah, that's just, I thought that was a really nice idea. There's a lot of freelancers who are struggling for work, so I liked that this woman... I don't know if, how it happened, whether she reached out or whether her parents reached out to her, but she's been, you know, singing videos, like the parents send requests and she like charges like $5 a song and she plays on her guitar and, you know, she gives them a video and it's really nice because then they have something new for their kids to watch and they feel 
you know, like they're helping someone who needs help and it's not too expensive and it's pretty yeah maybe i'll because also i'm just concerned about copyright issues so like maybe i'll read some mm. of my own stuff i don't know it is really loud there yeah i don't know what's going on like there's just like always somebody with a broken muffler driving down the street <laughs> just always <laughs> um how about you Michal? um yeah i i actually went out to staples today and bought a bunch of art supplies um because like and i and i felt bad because i was like oh i'm, I'm not i'm not this is not social quarantine or whatever, social distancing. Um, but I was, I was there very fast. So I, um, yeah, I got a bunch of Sharpies and pencils. And when I was in seminary, I used to like kind of listen and zone out by like drawing quotes, um, in my notebook. And I, I got like a whole notebook for it. And I had a, like a font that I would, I kind of developed and whatever. And, um, I think I, I think I might go back to doing some of that oh the the britain co classes i suggest that had a lot of oh, cool mm. they're like 30 minute videos but they're yeah, nice i also oh i want to shout out my friend um shari perry who is an artist who's doing oh 15, cartoonist yeah so she's doing 15 minute she musings sings. and she might do like some classes for kids and, and stuff like that because yeah mo nice. willem's stream goes down all the time so <laughs> <laughs> And just honestly, like, you know, uh, shout out to all the parents out there because, like, yeah, I I don't, I don't get, I mean. I feel like the worst aunt right now because my sister literally is just like, help me. And I'm like, what? What can I do? Like, nothing. And now Amazon's stopping. Like, her first response was, now I can't get any more art supplies. And I was just like, first of all, you have 6,000 art supplies, but. And it's not, it's not just that. It's especially like if you're, I mean, obviously it's hard enough to be a parent and, 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 you know, entertain your kids forever. But like, um, if you have to work at the same time, you know, I, I mean, my mom, like a lot of my mom's teachers that she works with, like are, you know, her kids need her at the same time and that she's literally supposed to be teaching. And I, I, I don't know how you, you know, how you do that. I, I agree. And I asked my uncle how they're going. And he said that between the three kids who are home right now, they have classes from YU class and two grades from SAR and they're all live streaming and he's live streaming work and my aunt live streaming and they have, you know, a, a three bedroom apartment, but it's still like not a huge apartment. So they're all hearing each other. Like one person only two, like they could only put, you know, three people in the bedrooms and there are five of them who need different rooms. So even if two are in the living room sharing and they happen to be listening to something or on a call at the same time. But honestly, I'm kind of happy that I'm just me by myself with my roommate. My roommate's still going to her office, but she's walking to it and she's the only one there right now. Uh, so she's not, you know, getting in touch. Like, she's not mm-hmm. with anyone. Um, and I don't want her to go, but she's not, so. <laughs> I know you, you, you feel very, like, compelled to make decisions for other people that you can't make. And it's like, yeah. I mean, it's just like, what if she touches a doorknob yeah. that someone sneezed on? I mean, I don't but I don't know. This is, it's going to be fine. Hopefully. I mean, I keep on saying that, but yeah, I mean, eventually it will be, I mean, everything is eventually right. But it's just like, yeah, I mean, and right now, like South Korea, they took much more decisive action and they are doing much better. Um, But we really have no idea with this government, how things are going to shake out. And that's, what's like, scary to people so i mean the countries that are going to do the best are the ones and this is like going to sound just kind of biased are ones like israel and korea that have a sense of like communal feel to them Mm. um like italy also now that things got so serious you're kind of starting to see this like there is a sense of community there's a sense of we are all the same where like there is also and this is kind of weird they're democracies but they also have a history of authoritarianism in like recent history so less so Italy, but Koreans and, and Israel are always used to like government taking control and doing things like they both are used to like the military being a part of the life of every single Korean, like they're used to the government saying we're going to do this and it's going to happen and you're going to listen to it. And even if you don't like it, that's what's going to happen. And Americans just don't like that. That's why I mean, America is all have, about rugged individualism. Yeah. Like we have guns for a reason. So in the U.S., you know, people are still going to the beach in Florida. That was so, so crazy. And um, it's just, you know, it's what it is. So I hope everyone listening 
stay safe, stay healthy. I hope that if it's possible, you social distance. And if not, I hope that you really stay safe, stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, I think we will uh, wrap things up. We will hopefully be back soon with a more cheerful uh, episode or just another episode of us ranting. Hey, you know, it's funny, like we had in our schedule, <laughs> in our schedule, we had like, we're going to do something current. Like we had a vague <laughs> schedule and like, this was <laughs> our something current slot. And it's like, okay, that's what else so could we funny. possibly talk about right now? <laughs> oh, that's oh so funny. God. Well, anyway, thank you so much for listening. Um, SM, where can people find you on the internet? Um, they can find me on Facebook, and they can find my fiction, which I might be live streaming at some point, um, on Amazon.com slash author slash SM Rosenberg. And Tamara, how about you? Uh, you can find me at Tamar Writes on Twitter and Instagram. And you can read my writing at Billboard and Forbes. Please click on the Forbes pieces. Don't really care about the Billboard ones. Forbes is pay-per-click, so if you click, it's really <laughs> nice. Thing. And uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ink as Rain, and you can find my writing at Hypable.com. Uh, and as for us fangirls, you can find us on Twitter at Jewish Fangirls. We are on Facebook. Um, please review us on iTunes. We now have merch that you can find on Redbubble if you just search for Nice Jewish Fangirls. Um, and thank you to our amazing editor, uh, Jamie Bloomberg. Uh, you can find them at jamberg.me and uh, definitely hire them for your... And plug the other yes. podcast. Oh, yes. And, and Jamie and I also do the Level 7 Access podcast, um, which is a Marvel podcast largely. So we're a little uh, in a little bit of a hiatus right now. But um, Oh, man. The Black Widow movie just got put. Yeah, it did. Today. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yep. Yes, it did. <laughs> It was gonna be the like the first Marvel movie that I got to take my dad to after showing him the entire you know oh. canon of Marvel. <laughs> it was gonna be the first Marvel movie I didn't see in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that All note. Right. Live long and prosper, and stay healthy, everyone. Bye. Bye. And say Avinu Malkinu if you if and greet other custom. people if you must with the Vulcan yes. hand salute.